What up, what up, what up? Welcome to A Brother's Got Next. I'm your boy, Darian. I'm here with Quav. What's going on, man? What's up, man? We took a little break, you know what I'm saying? But you know what? We're back. Yeah, how was Thanksgiving? It was good. I got to spend it with the ladies' family. Um, of course, I didn't really cook much, but I ate a lot. And yeah, I brought o- I brought over stuff. I brought over drinks. So I wasn't just there just freeloading. You know? Yeah, you, but you know I, we're doing that since we were college roommates. We're not, oh we're not cooking, God. so we, that's, not a, that's not a big surprise. <laughs> But I actually did the same thing. I spent it with the lady. Yeah, you're getting on me. I would no. I spent it with the lady. I didn't. Well, I didn't have to cook because her family cooked. Um, you know, obviously, as I've said on the show, she's Liberian, so yeah. they cooked. You know, their their culture. Did food. they have jollof? Yes, they did have jollof, and was it was bomb? banging. No, banging. you tried Ghanaian jollof. It, it's better, dog. I mean, wow, first of all, your, fa- your you know, crazy. I don't know if you want to admit this on the air, but I know your family already admitted that, you know. Yeah, I was I hoping you wouldn't bring that up. Yeah, my bad. But uh, nah, the, the food was good. I was there. They had like turkey. They had uh, other, you know, other food as well. But um, yeah, Thanksgiving was good. But I'm really excited about this show. This is our first guest. We have a, a special yeah, guest. Yeah, the homie. Guest, the homie, man. This is family. <laughs> we go way back. You know what I'm saying? Our, our parents have known each other. I think before we were bo- both born. So I'm gonna introduce my our first guest, Nick, Nick Patterson. What's going on, man? Not too much, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah the one and the one and only. The Nick. one and only, man. You the first one, man. You this is this is this is big time. You the first guest ever. First you, guess. you can say that when we get you know hopefully one day when we get big you can say yo I was the first yeah. guest on like, that show. I, I popped the guest cherry. I got you. Forty yeah, you years go. from now, he's gonna be telling his kids like yeah I was on that podcast. I was on that podcast. Hopefully, we, I hope so. Hopefully, you know <laughs> we're owning it. It's, it's big time. We're still running. <laughs> but anyway, man, yeah, just good to have you. Um, let's get right into it. I know you're. A big baseball guy. I know you're a big uh, New York Mets fan. Obviously, this week they had a change of ownership from the Wilpons to you know uh, Cohen. What, what's, yeah, what's your what's, Cohen. yeah? What do you what's your thoughts on the whole the the um, change of ownership? Uh, well, right now with the Mets, man, you know any change is, is good change <laughs> for now. <laughs> you know, obviously we had the the rookie of the year with Alonzo, um, but. As far as ownership goes with the Mets, I think it's a good change because we need to compete with uh, our, our uh, rivals, the Yankees, Ugh. if it, you want to call it a rivalry, because uh, <laughs> we haven't really held up our end. But <laughs> no. yeah, you know, we have a, a owner now who has a lot more money, who hopefully will spend a lot more money. And, uh, you know, let's, I'm excited to see what the changes will be. You know, but, yeah. you know, this is all talk now. It's all about putting it into action. No, obviously, you know, I'm a Yankee fan, and obviously, I mean, you've always been a Mets fan. But let's just talk about the the organization as a whole. I know you've obviously had not a lot of success. You've been to two World Series, I think, since you guys won the World Series right back in '86. So yeah, two we appearances, went to two in 2000 right. and three years ago, right? 15. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's been. I know you've had a lot of you know losing seasons or whatever. Do you think with this change of ownership, it would attract more free agents, or will they? Will you think the the mentality of the Mets will change as far as them going after? Big time free agents that can maybe you know get you to that point where you can be where the Yankees are. Well, I don't think it'll change right away. Like this season, I think mm-hmm. it'll take it'll probably take about three seasons for you know people to start looking at the Mets differently because obviously you know we are the lovable Mets, but it's just the losing <laughs> the lovable losers, yeah, yeah right. lovable losers, yeah, yeah to, so, so to say. But the Mets are the Mets. They it's it's a different change in ownership. So we'll see. We'll see how it all right. works out. Obviously, they have a new coach with uh, Carlos Beltran. How do you feel about that hire? Uh, the the Beltran. <laughs> I, I don't know. 
I honestly don't know. Yeah, I, don't... I still, to me as a fan, as a Met fan, I just, I always remember Beltran uh, striking Ooh, out in the, Game Seven. It, no, so he didn't swing either. Was no a, swing on a yeah, I remember that. bottom of the ninth with the uh, bases with two people on. So that's my lasting memory of Carlos Beltran. So hopefully he could right that ship, and if he does and bring some of that magic that the Astros had, um, obviously you know their whole yeah. story with. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> their cases of accusing of being cheating and stuff. Yeah, like that's that. what I wanted to jump into. Like, what do you think about, I know he's now the new manager. How do you feel about the whole, right, him coming from kind of controversy from what happened with the Astros and that organization about the cheating and the signals? It's a typical Met thing, to be honest with you. They always, <laughs> you know, they always have, they always have someone, they always have something. I think last, last year they hired the, their GM was a, was an agent. Okay. Okay. So, oh, that's right. Yes, right. I heard that. I heard the that. First, right. The first right. two signings he had were his previous clients in Cano and uh, the, the the pitcher I can't remember his name from Seattle mm-hmm. uh, that they that they traded right. for or signed for. So you know, it's just they they make they make silly moves all the time. Right. Some work out, some don't. You got to remember, this is a team who had a manager who got thrown out the game and came back on with a <laughs> with a with a mask with a fake nose. <laughs> If you guys remember Bobby Valent- Bobby Valentin, so if you if you guys want to look that up, you can. Yo, do you know what this reminded me of? Remember that video? And you guys can look at look look it up on YouTube. Oh, that dude like crawl. He's doing like that crawl. Oh, that's right. And if you had your boy um, Milton Bradley, he used to like throw bases. Yeah, he, he used to go Milton nuts. Bradley. But he yeah. was such a soft spoken dude. Like Great after, play. yeah. Afterwards, he'd be like, "Yeah, you know, I didn't mean to do that." <laughs> <laughs> He's so soft-spoken. Now, Kroc, I mean, I'm sorry. Nick, getting back to uh, what you were saying about the Mets. Now, I know you were saying that, yeah, obviously, like, you, you'll hope that this new ownership attracts uh, free agents. But you guys have talent now with DeGrom and Syndergaard. Yeah. And like you said, Alonzo, who's the rookie of the year. Yeah. Do you think that can help bring those type of players to, to, to the Mets? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I believe so. I believe so. I believe, like I said, but I think it would take about two seasons. So hopefully mm-hmm. by the time the players come, the pitching is still where it is today. But right. um, that's just how you know. As a Met fan, I'm not I'm not optimistic about yeah. about too much. I so I you. see seeing is believing, and of course, I always will still support the Mets. Is it fair to say that the Mets are equivalent to like the Jets of New York's team, like the the football version? Like right, I feel like they're like really the, they're like the little sister because like the Giants are like yeah. the big, even though they're not good right now. But you have the Jets are like kind of like the little sister, and the Giants are always that team. Yeah. And then it's the same thing with the Yankees and the Mets, right? The Yankees are always that team, and then the Mets are kind of like always behind, you know? It's really a sad state of affairs for New York sports in general right now. The only good team really is the is, Yankees, I, I guess. I don't really watch a lot of hockey. Yeah, I, I don't know Rangers. how the Rangers are doing. Yeah, the Nets are not too bad. I know they, they've like, been winning. Man, they're, they're like, okay. okay. The yeah. Knicks are horrible. Right, they just fired their coach. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that a little later. Yeah. Um, and then also, another thing I want to ask you about now, you know, it's funny because you and me have a lot of back and forth of signing big time free agents and big money. So getting into that, I know you've had you, your opinions on Bryce Harper and the Machado and the Trout uh, signings last year. Do you think, uh, you know, speaking of my Yankees, should they give um, guys like um, Cole or Strasburg, you know, $250 contracts? Do you think it's it's worth it for the Yankees to, to do that? I mean, I, I think they were, if they're one piece away, yeah. And I think they were they were literally one pitch away last year. Yeah. So, um, you know, the Yankees is a different culture. They have to win. 
Right, right. You the know, Mets, they're, they're people going, are willing to be more patient with the Mets. Well, yeah, right. you know, they're going on, yeah. what, almost 11 years of not winning a World Series. Right. So they, oh, they, yeah. they're, they're, they're getting to that point where it's now or... Now or never. Now or never. Right, so right. So if, that, if that's what they believe, if their ownership believes that, you know, that's going to be the missing piece... Right. ...then do it. But as far as anything on the batting side, no, they don't need any. Do you think in general, like I said, we've had these conversations, like, do you think it's good to sign... Guys like Bryce Harper or Manny Machado or Mike Trout to these long ten year, yeah, you know, three hundred five four hundred million dollar deals. Yeah, I mean, with with certain players, I don't believe I don't think the talent's there, but I get why they do it because maybe they, you know, it's a it's a player that the franchise could sell to the fans right for ten yeah, years, and, and that's gonna be the money. But I, I like me personally, I just don't think. Like, for example, I didn't think Bryce Harper was worth anywhere near what he got. Machado, even though I think he's a better player, I didn't, mm. think, he was, I didn't think he was worth it either. Right. The only person that would be even talking about being worth it is Mike Trout. Is Mike Trout. And what, then, what uh, are the Angels won? Win anything. But they have nobody around him, though. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel like... like... What, uh, and, and, like, like Nick was saying earlier, I feel like a lot of these free agent signings, it's just to get people in the seats. But I also, feel like, yeah. it equates to winning. Also, with Trout, you, you know, you... You have a Hall of Famer playing for the next 10 years. Absolutely, yeah. So people will come and see him play. He'll sell out stadiums regardless. Mm -hmm. You know, Bryce Harper, I mean, he's going to sell out stadiums now, but in two, three years, we'll see where it goes. Machado's a great player. He could play, but, you know, he could play, but, you know, obviously the team didn't do too well, but we'll see. Yeah, right. I I think it's a gamble in, in all things, but... In baseball, it's all on the owner. If the owner wants to spend $250 million, go ahead. Go yeah. for it. Right. So now we're going to transition into the NBA. Obviously, you guys have, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but uh, I mean, James Harden has been ridiculous this season. I think he's averaging 39.1 points a game. Close to that. Close yeah. to that. Or he, he had 60 points in a game in three quarters. Um, so the big question has been, like, pretty much since this has been happening, is he the best scorer in the NBA ever, or is he the best scorer since Michael Jordan? Who wants to go first on this? You can. I, <laughs> you started talking. Well, I don't think it's either. I don't think he's the best scorer ever, and I don't think he's the best scorer since Jordan. Do people forget about Kobe? Remember Kobe was dropping 35 points a game in 2005? Is that thing something people don't remember? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, no, no, no. I, I think yeah, I, I, I think you have a good point, but yeah, I think absolutely. with Kobe, you're that saying was, since MJ, that was your question, right? Because I just right. think like on the level that Harden's doing it. So okay, because now this is the second consecutive year that he's yeah. had thirty, you know, thirty six and thirty five, thirty nine year. Right. I think Kobe only did that one year. If I'm he correct. just did do it that one year exactly. Yeah. So that always happens. I feel like in in the NBA, you always have that you know one season where a guy is just gonna do that but Harden's starting to do it like now on a consistent he basis is. he is I don't think he's as efficient I don't like the, the, the field goal percentage and then the shots the shots he takes a lot he takes a lot of shots mm-hmm. to do it but I think that's why the comparison is more to MJ than to Kobe because MJ was doing it consistently obviously 30 37 he's averaging 30 yeah. you know he's averaged 35 he's averaged 30 so I think that's why people are doing them more to, to MJ um so that you know obviously well, you can go ahead and finish your take yeah, no, I think I think people forget about how dominant Kobe was, but I also uh, see where you're coming from. You're talking about for over a, 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 a certain amount of seasons. Right, right. Because, yeah, like you said, Harden, Harden averaged pretty much 36 points a game last year, and he's averaging, you know, close to, you know, 38, 39 this year, which doesn't even seem realistic, you know? Now, I, I do criticize, like, Harden, to me, I don't think there's any argument that he's the best player in the NBA. 
I've never even heard anybody. Do you think he's the best player? Do you think? I said I don't think there's any argument to that. I don't feel like I've heard people say like, "Oh yeah, you know, he's such a great scorer. He's the best player." Right. So you think he's the best scorer, but not the best player? No, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's the best player only because, and not that it's a bad thing when your points come from the free throw line, but that's where he gets a lot of his points from. In fact, I don't know if you guys saw the video the other day of he was getting heckled by a fan like, "Yo, man, nobody wants to see a free throw shooting contest." Somebody was saying that. Right. I guess he talked. He talked back to the guy. Yeah, yeah. He said, "I said, says he sent to the fact that." Stop filing me. Stop filing. Me, don't put me, you know, stop putting me on the line. Then. Exactly. Right. So, a lot of the points come from the line. I don't, I don't love the way the Rockets run their offense. It's a lot of isolation. A lot of. I've never been a big D'Antoni guy. Nah, you know, me. I've never had. But, but that wasn't really the offense in the, in Phoenix. With Phoenix, with it was with what Nash, it was. They it was like twenty four seconds or less, right? They just ran. Yeah. Up and so they just, I think, just, I think that's a Harden thing. I don't think right. that's a D'Antoni thing. Mm-hmm. I think with Harden, once he gets the ball, everybody's just kind of standing around looking at him, and that hasn't boded well for Westbrook. Yeah, exactly. I like I look, I don't think he's the greatest scorer since Jordan. And you're right. I mean, it's a good point to bring up Kobe. I yeah. just think that I don't like the fact that he takes a lot of shots and he's not efficient. He's, no. he's he has a low field goal percentage. I mean, was he shooting like 43%? I mean, that's not great. It's not terrible. It's yeah, not great. but it's not great. And then I think he shot from three shooting like 34%. I mean, you have guys like Steph Curry who are shooting close to 40%, shooting 40% from three. So that's not really impressive. But mm-hmm. yeah, when you have a guy going to the line 20, 25 times, that's a lot. And of course, he's going to get a lot of, you know, those free points at the line. Um, yeah. Not to say he's not a good player. I mean, obviously, he's a great scorer. Mm-hmm. He's never been a great defender. I mean, every once in a while, he's no. had... Yeah, I know, he's a horrible defender. No. You guys can actually look at that on YouTube and see his defense. They've had, like, memes and just YouTube videos of him and of his bad defense. But I just think overall, I mean, yeah, what he's doing is is, is, is great or whatever. But I also look at it as an era standpoint. I've always said to, said to uh, people that, you know, Michael Jordan played in an era where you can actually play defense. You can touch the guy. You're able to hand check. They can be more physical. You can't touch the guys now. You can't really do anything. All you can do is do a stance and hope that he doesn't go blow by you or he doesn't do that step back three. But they're not really doing they're not doing any defense where to make it difficult for him where they can get up on him and be physical yeah. and try to challenge the shot. They can't really touch the guy. So I just think. In this era, and obviously we were just talking about this this morning about you're seeing these games 150 points, no OT, 130, you know, like, yeah. I mean, back in the day, you scored that, you're either going to win or you're doing that in like triple overtime. So it just, it's, mm-hmm. this is a lot of points being scored. So I just think he's in an era where because of the points, uh, the amount of points that are being scored and you can't do as much defensively, I just think it's kind of unfair to, for people to say, oh, well, yeah, now nah, he's a he's the greatest score ever, you know, either. You know, better than Jordan or since, since Jordan. I just, I just think yeah, that's the, kind of the ever is outrageous. And look, I know people don't like to bring up guys like Will Chamberlain. Oh, he nobody was his size when he played. I'm, I'm not gonna say that a dude that was averaging 50 points a game one year, 44 points a game one year. I'm not gonna say like, oh yeah, Harden's a, a, the greatest score ever. There are guys in NBA history that have have done this before. It's just we haven't seen it in so long. Like Harden's, we haven't seen this many right, games right. since. Jordan did, did 88 or 89 or whatever right. year that was. So what he's doing is special, but we, we all know it's not going to equate to a championship. You can't win a title that way. And that's been my thing with him, too. Like, every all this talk about him scoring and doing all this, you know, breaking these records with scoring, he's not been a championship type of player. He's, I think, yeah. I mean, he's gotten to the Western Conference Final, and obviously he, with OKC, when he was a bench player, he was a sixth man, they got to the finals, but he wasn't the main scorer. Obviously, it was Westbrook yeah. and, and Durant. So I don't know if this leads to like a final. I mean, is this going to lead to a finals appearance? I don't think it leads to a finals appearance. Um, 
at all. But yeah. I don't think I just don't think it leads to finals appearance because I don't think the Rockets are that good. It's just not a good enough team. But the, your question was: is, is he the best scorer since Jordan? I don't. I wouldn't say yes. But you can't. You can't. You can't knock a guy because of the free throws. That's true. At the end of the day, you have to get to the free throw line. So mm-hmm. that means he's. Let's say okay, if he didn't get the free throw, how how many of the shots would he go in? If he let's say you guys said he did maybe take away half because I think he's getting 20, 25 times. So 20, you're probably times. So let's say once he gets half half of the points. Yeah, yeah maybe half way. of those. Yeah, maybe like to the thirty nine. Maybe turns to like maybe twenty. You know what I mean? He's only averaging twenty points a game. You said go down that low. No, I wouldn't go down that low. You don't think remember, so? Yeah, free throws nah. one point. Because remember, so, a lot well, of those free throws yeah. one point. You get two, but I'm saying you get two times at the line. That's I'm what I'm saying. saying. So if he doesn't go to the free throw, and he's not hitting all the free throws, but let's say he goes to the, he doesn't, let's say he doesn't go get he doesn't get fouled and he makes the shot. That's two. That's two points or three points or whatever. Right. Yeah, and you have to account so, for all the times he would have scored if he didn't get fouled. Right. Right. So, so I look at it like that, and I think. You know, just like just watching basketball. I mean, I don't like with stats and everything. I'm not gonna go into it, but just watching basketball, I think KD is a better scorer than him. I think he's more he's efficient. More efficient, more efficient he, for sure. He's a better shooter. But, well, it's a lot of guys that are more efficient than him. Like LeBron's more efficient. You know what I mean? You, super you, efficient. Just yeah. watching, just watching. You no, know, even somebody like the Greek Freak, who's very, you know, who's efficient. Yeah, he's very yeah I mean, you no, know, there's definitely more efficient players. That's why I don't put too much stock in him scoring. You know, averaging 39 because, I mean, like I said, we were just talking about the field goal percentage. You're shooting 42, 43%. That's not great. And you're shooting 34% from three. He takes a lot of shots. I mean, I think the shot attempts are up to I me. Mean, he's taking 20 to 25 shots a game. One game, when he scored that 60-point game, he took like 30 or 30-something shots. It's like you're going to get that if you're, if you're attempting a lot because if you can eat, if you even hit – Close to half, you're gonna you're gonna score that many points. Absolutely. So I just think it's just I don't know, like yeah, the whole thing of I think people just need to pipe down with the whole yeah, he's the greatest <laughs> scorer ever, yeah. or he's the greatest since Jordan. Jordan was way more efficient. The guy was shooting fifty yeah. percent, you know, from the field doing that, you know, when he was scoring thirty seven points a I, game. I think Quad brings up a good point. I think I think Kobe. I mean, if you if you mm. put Kobe in today's game, oh, how many yeah. points would he? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. A, that's a good point. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. I mean, you right. put Jordan in today's game, obviously. And, you know, we say today's game, like, Kobe played so long ago, but the game, but the has, game changed has changed a lot in the last decade. For right, sure. it has. So, yeah. yeah. It's definitely more three-point oriented. I, I get it. It's not, yeah. you know, the post-up game. It's not, remember, we kind of lost the center. There's no big man. It's all about guards. Yeah. It's all about the three-point like, shot. the best center in the NBA? AD. AD, obviously, but maybe. Oh, is AD a center? Isn't yeah. he more of a power forward? Well, who plays the center? Is it jo- oh, JaVale McGee plays the center? Yeah, because, oh, I mean, okay. Nikolai uh, Jokic is, like, is the center. Yeah, yeah, right. But, like, right. even if you're looking at him as arguably the best center, I mean, he's, an, you know, a 17 and 10 guy. Whereas the best centers back in the day, Sha- your Shaqs, your Lodgeons were averaging 27 and 12. Yeah, right, The right, game has right. just changed. It's not a big man's game. It's a guard game now. Yeah, so definitely. So now we're going to transition into the NFL. Um, first up, I want to talk about with the, with the, with the uh, NFL is uh, now, obviously, everybody knows I'm a Cowboy fan. That's why that's why my two guests, well, I'm sorry, my guests and my co-hosts are laughing right now. Um, I try not to be biased and, you know, I try not to even bring the Cowboys up. Just like Quad is going to try to bring up the Steelers on this show. But this has to be said. This has to be talked about. Um, look, the Cowboys are an absolute dump, dumpster fire right now. And a lot of it has to do with a lot of things. Look, I know, obviously, people want to jump on the Garrett bandwagon. He, needs to be, he does. I, I think that... He's not good. He's not good. He no. needs to be getting rid of... I, I've, I've been saying this probably for the last seven years that he shouldn't be the coach anymore. But when you also have an owner who is the GM that wants to butt in 
and really control everything and not let the coach do their job or even the people that are under him do his job, you're not going to have a good organization. You're not going to have a... Because it's like, who are the players listening to? Are they listening to the coach? Listening to the owner? Now, obviously, I'm sure you guys have known everybody. Now, Jerry Jones got on the radio the other day and had this big rant of was cursing. And I don't even know what the hell he was doing. I mean, the, the, the guys were asking him typical questions. And he goes off and says, telling them to calm down and that, you know, to not ask him these questions. And, <laughs> you know, they need to relax. I don't know where the hell he was going with that. But I, and I'll just say this about, about the Cowboys. I've always said for the last, I mean, I've been a Cowboy fan pretty much all my life, probably 10 years. I hate to say this, but the day Jerry Jones either dies or he just somehow, some way gives up the team, the Cowboys will be a good organization. They'll be better because he's not going to stop meddling no matter what coach you get in there. I Again, I'm not saying not to get rid of Gary. I think they should get rid of Gary at the end of the season. Hell, they should get rid of him right now. But I don't think it doesn't matter what coach you bring in there. Mm-hmm. He is going to meddle. He's going to be the voice of the team. He's going to be on the camera. He's right. going to be having these post games. He's going to go into the locker room and talk to the players. If he keeps doing that, it doesn't matter what coach you have in there. They're going to be who they are. Nah, here's the thing. Does that? Why does that matter when it comes to what they do on the field? I'm not. You know me. I've always been like, why is Jerry Jones in front of the camera? Dog, one thing he doesn't get enough credit for, and I'm not a Jerry Jones fan, but... One thing I will say he's done is he's built a like this team has a roster. There 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 there's talent all over this team, especially on offense. The O-line is plenty of talent. Running back, quarterback, receivers. Like he's done what you should do as an owner. Like he's constructed a roster. Like I know you said there are holes in the secondary. I understand that. But you can look around the NFL. There's holes at every particular every unit has holes. Like every team has a unit that isn't great. You know what I mean? Whether it's your D-line, your secondary, your line, like there's always something. You mean to tell me this isn't a, a team constructed well enough to, to be one of the best teams in the league? I disagree with that. He and he's and he's done that. I think one thing play- you can't take away from Jerry is he's constructed a good roster. He has, but yeah. I think some of the players are overvalued. I think we overvalue some of the players. Like I look at the the D line. Okay, they have D Law, who to me is a yeah, good he's, player. He's good. He's, he's not, not great. He's good. He's I think they good. overvalue him. Yeah. Obviously, they added Robert Quinn this year. He's older. He's okay. Yeah, Michael Bennett. They're past their primes. When you get to the linebacker position, do they have talent? Yes, I think yeah. Jalen Smith and, and, and Leighton Van Der Esch are talented. Are they great linebackers but now? They're, they're young, no, though. they they're are young. Time. I get yeah. that, but I just think we overvalue. Obviously, Sean Lee's old now. Right, you already mentioned the secondary. I absolutely hate our secondary. I mean, with the exception probably of Byron Jones, all of them can go. We need two safeties. We need another corner. Um, the, and I'm going to be honest with you. I think the best corner we have is a guy that doesn't even start. He brings on a nickelback. It's Jordan Lewis. Uh-huh. He's had a, he's had the only I think interceptions out of the cornerback position. I think this year besides well, as a week, he sucks. I think he had one <laughs> interception this year. But yeah, Jordan Lewis is actually their most talented corner, probably besides Byron Jones. And I who I think should be starting over a Wuzier. But that's neither here or there. When you get to the offense, look. I mean, I like I love Dak. I like Dak uh, Dak Prescott. Of course, I love Ezekiel Elliott. But is Dak really worth $40, 35000000 million? No. I, I'm, I no, like he's him. not. He's I not. think he's a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. He's good enough to win with. Yeah, he's good he enough is, to go but I, I think with. you have to put him in a good position. You have to have weapons around him. And, he, and they have done that. They've done that. There are weapons around him. You, you can't. I think, I think the I Cowboys, think the weapons have, the are Cowboys also overvalued. Have a, they have a coaching issue. I also think the weapons are overvalued. Like you have guys oh. like Amari Cooper who performed very, very well at no, home. He's very good. He's horrible on the road. You know that Quab, dude. Look at his numbers on the road and at, and at home, dude. It's like night and day. You think he would? He's like a third receiver on the road, dude. He's not. Good no, on the no. Road. He's also been hurt this year. 
He you has. Know, yeah. He has. But I don't understand that. He's like, and then I'm glad you brought up that point. Because somebody was saying, how is he hurt all this whole season? And he performed. Like, oh, when he's at home, you act like he's not hurt. Like, he's putting up 100-something yards, all these catches. When he gets on the road, it's like a whole different story. But I will say this. He once doesn't again, have that dog in him. I, and I agree. I think well, he that's his, that that's up. his personality. Not everybody's going to have that fire. I think the whole team has had the dog in them. You mentioned that. We were talking yeah. about that earlier off I think, air. I think Dak does. I think Dak does. Dak seems like yeah. a really good leader. I just he don't does. think, I, I don't think, with me, I think it's, for the Cowboys. Well, I think it's, a, I think the coaching, I think, I think their coaching staff it's horrible. Is, is a, has a, has a, has a loser's mentality. They don't, they're not winning mentality type of, uh, a type of coaching staff, yeah. starting from Jason Garrett. I mean, when you look at, if you try to compare, you know, you have the Cowboys and you have the Steelers. Right. The Cowboys are a better team than the Steelers. Not talent wise, not yeah. even yeah. arguable. Yeah. Right. But why are but the? What's the big difference? Is the coaching. Hundred percent. He, he doesn't accept mediocrity. He just doesn't accept it. He he's not. Jason a, Garrett yeah. is okay with being mediocre, and you can just see it in the way they play. Yeah. The way they call. The way they act, they're just nonchalant about that. And I think oh, the homie Herm brought up a really interesting point. Uh, one of one of you know one of my aces, big Cowboys fan. He said that you know this team is soft. They're not tough mentally. Like, I agree with defense, that. The I agree defense with that. is very soft. Like right. you can punch them in the mouth. Right. And what and, and I think that toughness. I think a lot of that comes from coaching. You know, is 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 your coach instilling that that toughness mentality because we know the NFL is a grind, you know, especially when you're talking week 15, late this late in the season, it's all about that mental toughness. And I think the Cowboys like that. And I think it starts from the coaching. Position. Yeah. I've never said that Garrett's not a huge problem. He, like huge, I said, he's the biggest I, problem. Yeah. He should he, like, listen, he should be fired now. He should be fired in the season. Whatever mm-hmm. Jerry Jones decides when he's going to fire him, he should be fired. I'm not saying that, but I just don't think that all the blame should be on him because it starts at the top. And I think Troy Aikman made a good point this whole week talking about when you have an organization, it starts at the top. And I think Jerry Jones butting in and not letting guys do their job or having the players being confused of who they need to listen to as far as like, okay, who are we listening to as a voice? Are we listening to the head coach or we're listening to the owner? Obviously, the owner is the one that writes the checks and makes really obviously the big decisions. The coach is not making personnel decisions. Yeah. So when Jerry Jones is having these press conferences or getting on the radio, Doing these rants of butting in and, and, and obviously talking about the, the coaching stat coach's status, you know, in between games, you can't do that. You can't do that as an owner, and that's why I've always I've I've always admired your owner Rooney. He stays, stays away. Out, stays you don't hear about him. We know he's the owner, but we don't. You never hear him post game or during the season. He's not talking. That's what I want as a Cowboy fan. I want our owner to butt out. But I think unfortunately that's not going to happen until he passes away. No. Or, yeah, you know, I, I agree. He's he, always going to be in the line. He gets senile, and you know, and they just forcibly have to take the you yeah. know reins from him. Like Stephen Jones is saying, you know what, you can't make decisions anymore because yeah. you're too old. So I'll make the decision. That's yeah, but I, but and, and not to defend Jer- Garrett, but what, I mean, I'm sorry, Jason, uh, Jerry Jones. But what I said er- from what I said earlier, he's built a roster. I think this team's good enough to be right competitive, and I, and you know. One thing, one thing, Darian is gonna try to front about and deny is that he, according to him, he's not gonna watch them anymore. <laughs> you are I'm not watch. because yeah. wait, no, here's the wait, thing. wait, 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 you're not gonna watch the Cowboys. Games? I'm not gonna watch Cowboy games anymore oh because one, God. they're gonna lose next week to the Rams. Let me let me tell you why. What if, okay, when you've lost three or four, they've lost three in a row or four in a row. Three in a row. They lost three in a row. When you lose three in a row, you have to have evidence of something with of a turnaround. Like okay. There was something positive that happened in the last game to say, okay, you know what? They, they lost by, like, a little bit or, you know, they're right there. So they could have a chance the next game. 
they first of all they're Owen what Owen six or Owen five against winning teams. Two against winning teams. They're gonna play one next week. Even if the Rams lose to the I think Seahawks this week, um, they would be what seven and six. So they're they have a winning record. So I have no confidence, especially now in the head coach or even the players, especially the defense, that they can go even the offense for that matter that they can go back home and then say okay we're gonna beat the Rams and then beat the Eagles and then or Redskins and went out and make the playoffs. Well, well, what if? So wait, they, you know they still lead the division. Yes, barely. That, well, the division's awful. Let's just talk about that. The Eagles are also awful, too, by the way. And I don't care. I know there's a lot of Philly fans, you know, whatever. But the Eagles are awful, too. And I was talking to uh, my co-host and, and, and the guests here, and I said, I'm not going to be shocked. I know they think I'm crazy. I would not be shocked if the Giants beat the Eagles this, on, on Monday night. I will not be shocked. I don't see that happening. I know you guys keep saying that, but I will not be shocked. Dude, they lost to the Dolphins last week. If you just, oh, well, the Dolphins are at home. Dude, the Dolphins are awful. No, do you know the last time the Giants won a game? No, they've lost. They've lost eight straight. Mm-hmm. Eight. Mm-hmm. They're two and ten, <laughs> dog. I'm I, sorry, it's not happening. Yeah, well, earlier you were like, "Well, Eli's back." Eli's back, <laughs> baby. Yeah, Eli's back. What does that mean? They're, two, they're, they're probably gonna have a top five pick. Oh, oh yeah. What, what do you mean probably? No, they will. They will. Yeah, it's not even a probably. No, they Maybe will. Now the top que- three. Now the question is, what do they draft? Well, I think it was a mistake for them to get this guy from. You, you may think it's a mistake to get Daniel Jones, but they're not going to draft the quarterback. We already know they won't. Well, yeah, they won't. Well, no. Arizona did it. Well, nah, because I, I think I think I think that Daniel Jones has shown more promise than Rosen did. What? Yeah, what, what he, has a, he has a he has he has a solid, but he has a solid touchdown to interception ratio. Like he's shown more promise than Rosen. Rosen has not looked good at all. Rosen didn't have a. Yeah, Rosen. Yeah, so Rosen didn't really wins a Neither does uh, Daniel Jones has never great online. They got. A, they got a better one than what the Cardinals had. Yeah, but it's still not good. Say, has Rosen even won a game this year? It's been all Fitzpatrick has won all the games, yeah, right? Yeah, well, they only have three wins. Right, but I think Fitzpatrick won all those games, yeah. correct? Yeah. Rosen's not. He's awful. Well, right? just to get back to the point, like, look, the, the, the whole division is, is bad. I mean, obviously, with the Giants, even with the Redskins. First of all, you were talking about the Redskins just don't make the playoffs. This, they they can. They, they might, supposedly, they might do it. Yeah, they still have a, yeah, they still have a chance to make the playoffs, which is absolutely ridiculous. So, it just goes to show how bad the division is. But, look, I have no confidence in the Cowboys right now. I'm probably not going to watch next week. I probably, yeah, you I, will. I, I you probably will, will watch. You will the, watch. I will not watch. But if, okay, I, so what if they win? And then we're going to watch the next game? Well, they're not going to win. But no, 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 so, oh, so, you, so they're not going to make the playoffs. Wait, but you know they play like the Redskins again, though. They're going to lose I, that? I just I have a feeling they'll find a way. <laughs> and if they lose to the Rams, it's going to be even worse because it's going to be really downfall because it'll be three in a row, right? Four in a row. It'll four be four. So, I mean, Darian, you mean to tell me if they win the division, you may not even watch a playoff game? No, they have zero chance no, that's to win a playoff a, game. That, that's, but no, they may not win it. You're not going to watch it? I'm not. What are you going to be doing? Chilling. I'll be doing something. I'll be doing something. I'm so not watching. So, so, what, so listen, listen, play, listen, listen. What do the what do the, Cow- the Giants? The Giants. <laughs> what do the Giants. Cowboys have to do for you to be like? You know what? I will watch the playoffs. I mean, they have to win out. What if they win out? If they win out and well, okay. So here's the thing. If they don't win out and they just kind of back into the playoffs, I'm not watching the first. Like, if they somehow by some miracle win that first game, I'll watch the, well, the, 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 the divisional. Well, round. why would you not want to watch? What's the negative? Because I don't like. Uh, I think I'm uh, look. I think we discussed this. I'm very more emotional than you are. Well, according to, to you, the Cowboys according to you, you were like, well, yeah. I don't, so you're a Steelers fan. So you have like <laughs> zero. Like you take it so nonchalant because you've won. And since we've known each other, you won two Super Bowls. So for you, it's kind of like eh, whatever. Like it, the Steelers. Do well, and then obviously they made it to a lot of AFC You kind of yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So you never had that. I'm not saying you're not as passionate as me, but oh, I know the passion like, levels the same, right? right yeah, right. I just feel like I'm very passionate, and I I don't like to put myself in a 
disappointment. And I know how I am. Like, I'm not like you where, you know, Steelers, like, you're not, like, going nuts or crazy. You're just like, all right, they lost. Like, that sucks or whatever. Well, I, especially I, this season. I can definitely I have get no real emotional. I'm not like the guy at, at the bar we used to go to and throwing TVs and stuff. But I <laughs> but I can get I can get emotional to the point. Oh, wait. Yeah. I don't think Nick knows No, that. Nick doesn't know that. Yeah, story. we used to go. Just a real quick side story. We used to go to the Steeler bar in Vegas and... Yo, this this brother, he used to go absolutely nuts when the Steelers, like, he would start, like, stupid Tomlin, and, and it, all he cares about is his haircuts. I'm like, his haircuts? What are you talking about? But yeah, supposedly his wife doesn't want him to watch games at home anymore because he, he he almost threw the TV off the balcony one time because they lost. Right? Yeah, so I'm not that emotional, but I do get to the point where, like, I, I get very upset. Like, like I have my wife at home. I know me, she doesn't watch the games with me, so she normally is in the well, well, first of all, not to cut you off, but according to you, you were like, yeah, I don't really care as much anymore. You said that before. I'm like, clearly you still do. No, I do care. When they're good and when I, when I, okay, when I have expectations, I do. When they, obviously when they're bad and I know they're going to kind of be bad, I don't really care. But when they had the expectations, I get very emotional. Like, even the other night, like, y'all didn't believe, I cut off, so when they were down 24-7 to the Bears, I cut the game off. I was like, yeah, I'm not watching this anymore. And then you can, if you want to call Ellie or call my wife, yeah, I, I turned it off. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going in the room. I'm not, I'm not watching this anymore because I knew I would get just more upset. And I knew they weren't going to come back. You're going to watch. I'm not going to watch. If they get to the division round, yes, there's a possibility I will watch because that means they would have beaten a, a, a really good team in the in the in the wild card. But yeah. I doubt I'm going to, I'm going to watch because I, I doubt they're going to, even if they get to the play, I doubt they're going to win that first playoff game. I really doubt it. He, I, I'm in a different boat. The Steelers, for me, if they make the playoffs, that's a win. I really don't care what happens. Well, Tom is, uh, should be up for coach of the year. Yeah, he's, he's definitely yeah. a candidate. And that's yeah. one of my point. Like, getting to back to the, you have a coach and you have an organization where you don't have to worry about that stuff that I worry about. you kind of like, yeah, like, it's a win if we get to the playoffs. Like, this is great. You don't have high expectations of, oh, you're going to go to the Super Bowl. Like, if even just getting in the playoffs is a win for you. But for us, it's it's, it's the Cowboy fans, you can't – that's not good enough. You, don't, you can't just – Okay, yeah, we just get to the playoffs. Yeah. It's a win. We don't have our starting quarterback down. It's not, it'd be different. If, like you, you said, guys are pretty healthy for the most part, right? It'd be different. If we had adversity, like yeah, no starting quarterback yeah. or our receivers out or the starting running backs. Okay, then it's like all right, you give a little pass because you're like yeah, this is a ton of injuries, and if you make it to play, it's like wow, that's great, that's awesome. But we don't have that going on. You know, we're obviously disappointing. We're you know we're underachieving, not overachieving. So I just think. Yeah, man, it's, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough couple a few weeks for me. Nick, do you think the Cowboys make the playoffs? No. So the Eagles are gonna make it? I think so. Or, the, or is it gonna be the Redskins? No, it's not the <laughs> I think it's the Eagles because that's who I had to win the division. So okay, you are gonna stick with your guns? I'm gonna stick with my guns. I so who do you, who do you think wins the division? Cowboys gonna win it. <clears throat> yeah, Cowboys gonna win it because I think. But I think what? the Cowboys win, beat the Rams, and lose the next two. Yeah, one thing we can't deny is that they've kind of they've they've kind of owned the Eagles recently. I mean, what they beat them five straight times now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's one thing we can't deny. If you're if you're a person that looks at trends, which I am, I'm a big trend guy. So um, I think the Cowboys will win it at nine and seven. I think they'll go three and one in these last four. And I think they're a tougher out than people might try to say. I'm not saying I think they would beat a, 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 a team like San Fran or but Seattle. Like, you know, they yeah. If, if they play, like, I think Seattle's gonna have getting. I know you personal. said yeah, you have more confidence if they play like Minnesota because yeah, you're is, not what big is, on what is Kirk Cousins? And I, I actually am more the uh, uh, I'm more of a Kirk Cousins guy than most people are. I don't right, think he's like he's not, obviously. Yeah. I actually think he's pretty good. Right. But what has he done? What has he done to proving that he can come into your house in a playoff game and win that type of game? He hasn't done enough. At least Dak Dak Prescott's won a playoff game. Right. So he's right. proven more to me. So. I think it depends. I'm not willing to say that, oh, yeah, they're definitely going to lose a playoff game. So we'll, see. well, as a Cowboy fan, I'm not very confident right now. We'll see what you happens. You like this every year, though. So 
What do you mean I'm not like this every year? When they were 10 and 6? No, last year. You went, when they were 3 and 4? Yes, I was. You were when like, yeah, I'm done. Five, I was done. But when they made the run, oh, I was God. a little more confident. Once they made the run oh, and they started God. winning, I was. Hey, listen, I'm emotional. <laughs> I can be emotional, damn it. I don't care. I don't. Hermes can be how he is and all the conversations. I'm emotional, damn it. I I really care about the Cowboys. They look into the Super Bowl, you'll be like, I'm not watching. Yeah, no, you I would are. watch that. I'd watch that. That's different. I've been to Super Bowls in 20-something years. No, I'm watching. But I don't care. That's how I am with the Cowboys. I'm emotional. It's just like how I was when Michael Jordan played for the Bulls. I used to hate when the when Bulls When did you did. have to be emotional? They barely lost. When, well, they when lost you... when they... Remember when he came back, they lost to Orlando. You were emotional with that when he came back? Like, come on now. I was. You really expect he's them to win? He's a goat. He's the greatest. You expect them to win a ship that year, though? Yes, he's the no. goat. He's the greatest. He's played great. in a couple years. It doesn't matter. He's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. He should have found a way, but he did find a way. Well, to, not according to everybody. Year. He's the goat. That's a little tease. That's a tease for a future show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Shout out to Belo and uh, uh, Cassius. Yeah, we'll have that. We'll have that conversation. But anyway, anyway. So let's get to more some some more NFL news. Um, obviously, uh, you heard the news of Ron Rivera getting fired this week. Look, I'm just going to start by saying this. I'm not a big fan of, of firing coaches mid-season or even close to the end of the season. They in, were, in any uh, circumstance? Or? Well, no, no. I, I Just in the NFL in, in general. Uh-huh. I just think you just, you know, ride it out, play it out. I don't see why, you know, look, Ron Rivera didn't lose that locker room. I, and they, this one bothers me even more because... They were. They, I know they were five and seven, and then, then they lost. They had. They, oh, they, they did lost. lose to the Redskins at home. They did, and I know they lost to like the last three out of four or something yeah. like that. But they were still kind of in the hunt. They weren't like completely out of it. So, Ron Rivera took his team to a Super Bowl like not too long ago. What are you talking about? What two or three years ago? Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I and I think he's a good coach. Yeah, and I just don't know what the expectations of the organization were. Like you fire him, knowing that your starting QB has been out for the whole year. I know Kyle Allen had some success. Tobacco came in and won, won a few games, and people kind of like, <clears throat> excuse me, oh, this is the end of camp. But you had Christian McCaffrey, who's arguably the best running back in the league right now. I mean, the guy's amazing. You had a lot of positives. And I know, I know, Quab, you were saying that they kind of, you know, underachieved on defense, and he's a defensive guy. He did. Yeah. But I don't, do you think that's grounds for firing him? No, especially not, especially not before With the four season. four games left? Yeah. Not when the, yeah, I, I agree, not before the season ends. Like, if they wanted to make that change end of the season, like, look, you've been here for a while. You mean, you've been here eight, eight plus years. Um, you know, the team is underachieved this year, even though Camp, your franchise quarterback, got hurt. I would get, like end of the season like that would be a little bit more justifiable, but why would you fire him with four weeks? What's the point of that? Like he should get more respect than that. Well, apparently, you know, I'm sure you heard the reports. According to the owner, he didn't want to go behind his back to look for another coach, so he fired him. Well, just just fire him at the end of the season, then then look for your coach. Right, but I guess he was already looking for a head coach, so they were like, well, I didn't want to go behind. Right, which I think is a bullshit excuse. I don't think I think it had nothing to do with that. The new owner, obviously, if you guys don't know. Uh, they have a new owner, Tepper. Yeah, who, David Tepper. He's a former Steeler guy. He's right, former Steeler guy who obviously did not hire Ron Rivera and did not mm-hmm. draft Cam Newton. So the, obviously reports are that Cam Newton is probably not going to come back next year, that he'll be on the open market. Um, and obviously that's why he fired Ron Rivera because Rivera wasn't his guy to start with. He obviously took over this team and he inherited those mm-hmm. two. So that's the reason why they're saying a lot of changes are going to be made in Carolina because he wants to bring in his own guy, his own, draft his own quarterback. But I just feel that, you know, look, again, you don't fire a guy when you're still in the playoff hunt with four games left in the season. A guy who just took to the Super Bowl two or three years ago who has, like I said, been a great, a good coach. You just fire him like that. I I, I think he deserves more, like I said, wait yeah. to the end of the season. I don't know what it would have hurt. I mean, he like, again, he didn't lose that locker room. Guys were still in there for him for what, yeah. everything I've heard that people weren't like, oh, yeah, nah, you know, when I listen to him anymore, they kind of tuned him out. They were still in the playoff hunt, so... 
Now, the one thoughts I want to get from you, and I guess, Nick, is that the reports are that Ron Rivera, is, they're the Giants, if they fire Shermer, would consider him as a new head coach. What would you think of that and them bringing him as a new head coach? We'll see. I mean, he uh, he seems like a good coach. I think he's um, good. I, I just don't think the, the Giants are, talent-wise, are even close to being a contender. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a few a few years before. Well, Gettleman, you know, he was uh, with the Panthers before. I mean, and he was, I, I, he was I the one that hired Rivera. I think, he comes, right. I think he comes in, but it's not like I, him coming in is not like Nick Saban going to Alabama. So you don't think he changes the culture? He <laughs> no. won't change? No. I think he's a tough coach, and I, I don't get that from Shermer. But no, I don't Shermer's think he, not good. No, Shermer's awful. I, I like I, I just think Ron Rivera would bring a, a, a little more toughness. He's a D guy when you guys need D. And I think for some reason I think Gettleman is gonna go out next year and at least, like at least buy him. They'll like him in New York, Rivera. Mm-hmm. See, they they'll also like need him. offense though. But I they mean, need, they need yeah. they're, they're, talent wise. They're not they're not there. Like so as, as a giant, I'm just realistic. Like their talent is not there. I don't believe in. Daniel Jones, I don't care what anyone says. Do you about think he could do a better job than Shermer? At least they, they'd be improved, but not. I'm not saying they'd be like, you know, playoffs. Well, yeah, I think they'll be better than two and whatever they end up. Right. <laughs> but uh, I don't think. You so know, you're saying I, that I still we, think they're like a. I think they're, they're at least two, three more years of five wins, six wins, and then maybe. After and that's that, even, I you're saying even with even bringing with in Rivera. Ron Rivera. Oh, okay. Ron Rivera's not like a. I don't think he's a great coach. You think he's a good coach? Decent. He had a great player. He had Cam Newton. He right. had a generational talent. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see what he could, you know. It's like uh, if you correlate it with, with Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr had great talent, so he won championships. Well, yeah, we talked about this last night. Like, I think in basketball, yeah. it's all about the talent. It's all about your roster. It, it, the coach, I don't want to say any coach can coach, but, you know, for the most part, we've seen – Coaches that have won, you know, championships that weren't great coaches. Like, you know what I mean? What's the name? You know, uh, but um, Rivera is not an offensive guru, but he had Cam Newton. Cam Newton right. that year was, I mean, he was MVP, was he not? Yeah, yeah he was. You're right. Yeah, he's more of a D guy. Yeah, so he's definitely more he, of a D guy. You know, I, don't, I don't think yeah. he comes in, and I don't think he comes in, and the Giants are playoff contenders. No. Oh, but then I again, see. the NFC East, years. you could only win eight games in. So right, you got a shot, but I don't think I don't think they're serious contending. Serious contending, if, right? If Ron right. Rivera comes in, I think if they need, if they want to be serious about, it, they're gonna have to. They may have to get rid of get, Gettleman. May need to go. Everybody is clean house. Well, if they, if they get rid of Gettleman, to me, then I think that yeah, Ron Rivera's not coming there because I think that's the only connection. I mean, that's why he's been, his name's been brought because Gettleman was the one that hired him when he was at the Panthers, and he was there during the Super Bowl uh, run. So that's the only way I see that happen. Now, if they get rid of Gettleman, then, yeah, I don't know who the I coach think, would be. But I don't think Ron Rivera would be out of the job. Right? No, no. I think he will get a head coaching job next year somewhere. I but think if Jason it, Garrett goes, he's, he's done. As a head coach. Well, there's been rumors. I know you don't want to hear this. There's been, rumors, Jerry, there's been, been rumors that... Jason Garrett, if and I guess if Gettleman goes, that they would consider him for the Giants job. Oh, God. oh no! Yeah, I've heard. I, what that has he done guess. to deserve a coaching job that quick, though? If he gets fired from the Cowboys, what has he done? Nothing. He hasn't done anything. But the the Cowboys are the, it's a Cowboys job. I mean, it's one of the most high profile jobs in sports. No, meaning like, what has Garrett done to get another job if he gets fired? I'm telling you that Ooh. because I think he's coached the Dallas Cowboys. What have they done? They won they two have, playoff games in his tenure. That's it. But he, he was in ten years. I mean, is that good? No, that's not good. But what I'm saying is the Giants are probably not going to give him a 10-year deal. They're not going to give him a long-term deal. They're going to say, let's see what you can do. First of all, if he I mean, if he gets the Giants back to 8-8, eight and eight, that's a big improvement where they are now. Yeah, not gonna get them. But I don't think he's right. I don't no, think he's going to do that, with that without talent. 
because he can't do anything with talent. But that is one of the rumors that he, you know, he's a possible replacement if they fire Shermer. Yeah. I, well, well, the most disappointing thing for me with this whole Ron Rivera thing is just this one less minority coach. I mean, yeah, God. that's another thing. Right. It's Tomlin, Flores. <laughs> Anthony Lynn and I think that's, that's it, it, right? That's you know, only so, yeah. But although we we all agree that Ron Rivera will be back, yes, I think he'll get a coaching job. I mean, there's yeah. going to be a lot of openings. I mean, and I don't I don't see any of those guys leaving. Like obviously, Tomlin's not going anywhere. I don't think Lynn. I don't think they'll fire Lynn. No, I haven't heard anything. I don't think, and I think they, they, actually they've gonna, said more with getting rid of Rivers than getting rid of the coach. I think Rivers is. Coach. Yeah, I that thing is they're saying more. They need a new quarterback. Than more than a new there's coach. no way the 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 uh, Chargers don't draft a quarterback. I think. It's yeah, time. exactly. And that's fine. It's not like it's time. I, mean, Rivers been time. Been I think it's been time to be honest with you. Rivers, Big Last Ben, and Eli seasons. have been. This is what their sixth, fifteenth, sixteenth years. Right. So it's, it's right. Time. Yeah, it's not yeah. like it's a bad thing. You no, know? I, I mean they they need a quarterback for a while. Like I said, they should have been grooming. Well, a quarterback. Was good last. He was good he last. He was, year. but I'm just saying they should have like just like what they did with Breeze. They should have been grooming a guy for the last two or three years. So yeah, I don't. I haven't heard anything about Lynn getting. Like I said, they have more of a quarterback issue than a, than a coaching issue. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna do rapid fire. You can participate in this, uh, Nick, as well. We do probably the best games of the of the week. Um, marquee matchups. Marquee matchups, and we just go rapid fire who we think is gonna win. So let's start with Ravens and Bills. Who, who you got, Quab? Oh, uh, you know I'm gonna go with the Bills. I think this is I think this is a statement game for the Bills to tell people like, look, man, we're not just a team that's like a fluky nine and three team. We're like a legit. We can go into your building in the playoffs and like beat you. Um, and it's nothing against the Ravens. Well, they're at they're home. Gonna... They're at home. The Bills are. At yeah, home. no, right, right. right. I, it's nothing against the Ravens. I think the Ravens are the best team in the NFL, and it pains me to admit that. <laughs> but it's just realistic. I think they are. But it doesn't mean they're gonna, you know, never have to face adversity. And I think this is gonna be one of those games where the the the, the Bills crowd is gonna be really into it. Um, they feel like this is a statement game for them, even though they beat the Cowboys. But I guess that wasn't really a statement game. No, because we're not that great. good, right? Yeah, but this is just an opportunity for the Bills to really put the clams down, and, and if they can find a way to slow down Lamar, I think I think they win, and I think they will do that. I, I, I like them to win that game. Who we got Ravens or Bills? I like the Ravens. I think the Ravens are gonna go in there, and just like every almost every week in the NFL. They're not going to have an answer for Lamar Jackson. And that's uh, going to be the difference. Yeah, I tend to agree with Nick. I think, uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson has been playing out of his mind. I, I know the Bills' defense is good, but I don't know how they stopped that. I mean, he's he's been doing this on good defenses. I mean, he did it to the Patriots, number one defense in the league. He put up points. I mean, he's been doing San Fran, yeah. I mean, he's, the San Fran game, they did a good job. They did a good job, but he just finds a way. Uh, so I, I agree. I think the Ravens are the best team in the NFL right uh, now. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Ravens uh, on, on that one. Second game we got is the Niners and the Saints. This can be for home field advantage. This is a mm-hmm. huge game because mm-hmm. this can be for a bye in the uh, in the NFC. Who you got? I like the Niners. I like the road team here. I think the Niners are going to do a good job slowing down Breeze. I mean, we all know Breeze is not the same quarterback anymore, and that's fine. I mean, to talk about a guy was his, when he's his 19th season or 18th or 19th year, I think they're just going to be physical at the line of scrimmage. Um, I love the the Niners running game, and I love that it's a, kind of like a two, three-headed monster between Mozart. Tevin Coleman, like they have a lot of guys that can beat you. Um, I like, I, especially if you have Kittle and Sanders healthy, ready to go. They have, a, they're pretty dynamic offensively. I don't love Jimmy G, but I think he's good enough uh, for them to win this game. I'm gonna go with the Niners. Who you got? I'm gonna take the Saints. Uh, Saints at home. Huh? I think. said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Saints at home, and I think uh, Sean Payne's gonna have his boys ready to play. And I, I don't think, I don't think the, I think the Niners lose two in a row. Huh? That's it. I'm actually going to agree with you on this one. I'm going to go with the Niners. I just think, um, yeah, the Niners, they've been a weird team because they've had, like, right, yeah, obviously they haven't lost two in a row. They had, they had like, a little lag there where they lost and they looked pretty good. But 
overall, as a, as a team, I just like them better as a yep. team. They're a little better than the Saints. Like you said, good defensively. They can run the ball. Yep. Um, I, you know, I love Shanahan. Um, and they have that. They have a great D coordinator there in, in San Fran. I just think this is a rarity where most of the time I always take, like, when it's two kind of powerhouse teams, I always take the home team. But I have a feeling this when the Niners are going to – this is also a statement game for them, I think, because the Saints have been in these games before. Yeah. You know, but I think this is to show if the Niners are for real and they're really a Super Bowl contender, they win this game. Mm-hmm. And I think they are. I think this is their – you know, this is one of those years that they're going to show that, you know, they're, they're kind of back. And so I, I'm going to go with the Niners. Next one we're going to go to is Chiefs versus Patriots. Obviously, we had this matchup mm-hmm. last year. They, yeah. they played twice, once in the regular season, once in the playoffs. This is in Foxborough. Who, who you got? Hmm. I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I wouldn't be shocked if the if the if the, uh, if the Chiefs found a way to win, but I think defensively, obviously, the Patriots are gonna keep doing what they've been doing all year. Um, I still don't trust the the Chiefs defense, although Brady's not the same. Once right, again, right. Brady situation, 18th, 19th year. Eventually, as great as Brady's been, he's gonna slow down. I think they're gonna find ways to get Edelman the ball. I actually think the the uh, What's been struggling? What's been a struggle for the Patriots this year is the running game. I think they're going to get Sony Michelle going. I think James White's going to be a factor, um, and it's just Belichick against Reed. It's it's it's. <laughs> I like Andy Reed, but he just never seems to find a way to get over that hump. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. Who you got? I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. <laughs> oh. I, I love I, how y'all back too. I, I, I love it. I love hear it. You with Andy Reed, he can't get over the hump. But this is not a playoff game, so okay, that's I think true the too. Chiefs going there. Uh, one thing I saw the I saw the Patriots play last week, man, and their receivers are really uh, bad. they're rough. They're not that really right bad. So yeah, I think they're gonna have to run the ball. But I think uh, as the weeks have been going on, the Chiefs' defense have been slowly getting better. The Chiefs have slowly been getting better, getting yeah, healthy. Defense has been getting better. And I think they come out. I think they blow them out. I think they blow out the Patriots. Oh, wow. At home, they haven't yeah, lost at home. The Patriots haven't they, lost at home I, in a I long think, time. I think they won by like fourteen points. Okay. Now, I'm going to agree with you. I don't, I don't know about the blowout part, but I'm going to agree. I, I do like the Chiefs in this game just because last year when they played, I think it was like almost like a shootout. It was a close game. It's a lot of points scored. But, yeah, Brady has not played well this year. Obviously, like nah, you said, not compared because he's getting older and the offense is like, right. I don't like – His receivers are bad. Exactly. I don't like Why their they receivers. they get rid of Gordon? They got rid of guys that could be helping them. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I just think that the Chiefs, like you said, every week they've been getting better, like, right, offensively, defensively. I think, you know, obviously they remember that loss in the playoffs last year, that heartbreaking loss they had in the AFC Championship game. I think that's going to be in their mind. Um, I think also think this is another statement game for them. They want to come out. I don't know if they'll blow them out, but I do like the Chiefs in a close one. But I do I do think the Chiefs give uh, the Patriots. This would be their first home loss, right? Because both of their losses. They lost at home in a while. Right, wow, yeah. Wow, but I think, I think the Chiefs are the – I think the last loss was against the Chiefs, wasn't it? Two years ago when they yep. played them in the opener, yeah. So I think that history kind of repeats itself there. And I think, yeah, I actually like the Chiefs in this one. Last one we're going to talk about is the Seahawks versus the Rams. Who you got? Monday night. Russ, Russ, baby. Danger Russ. Who I think's MVP. So I I think uh, I think the Seahawks. Oh, Sunday night. I'm sorry. I missed oh, Sunday good. night. Yeah. yeah, I think the Seahawks are just, um, I think they got that certain, they, get, they got that look to them right now. I think the Rams are still talented. I don't think they're tough. I don't think they're tough mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the I think the Seahawks are on a mission to get the number one seed. I think this game's too important to give up. I just think it's just the Rams are just having one of those tough years where mm-hmm. they're not gonna be able to win a game like this one. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. What do you got? Yeah, I think the Seahawks are gonna win. Um, yeah, I, I think the Seahawks are gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's it. He's good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm gonna. I guess we're all. This one, we're all gonna agree. I, I like the Seahawks. The Seahawks have been 
pretty pretty good, you know, all year. They've been pretty consistent. Yeah, very you know what I mean? And they've been, I don't want to say they've been a surprise team, but I don't think anybody thought they'd be this good. I think everybody thought they'd be a playoff team like they were last year. But yeah. Russell Wilson's been playing out of his mind. I mean, but besides Lamar Jackson, he's probably the second in MVP, mm-hmm. you know, as MVP candidate. Um, they're another team that's been kind of getting better. I know they're not really that, you know, a lot of people get on their defense the whole season, but they've been slowly getting better with, uh, with Javion Clowney. They've, you know, obviously they've been good all, all year offensively. No. Yeah, they're starting to click. Yeah, so. I like their running game too, especially with Rashard Penny. Which is not just they got Carson a two-headed now. monster. Yeah, yeah Penny Carson and, and Penny. Carson, yeah, so. so. Yeah, I like, I like the, uh, the Seahawks to go in there. I'm sorry. And they have Gordon, yeah. And Gordon's been proved that passing game. TJ Lockett, right? Yeah, you know, no. Definitely. DJ Metcalf has kind of been up and down. Up and, right, he's a rookie. He's a rookie, so that's yeah. that's been you know understandable. But uh, yeah, I guess we're on the green so We like the we like to see off in this one. All right, so to close out the show, we know we don't talk about politics on this show, but I think this has to be addressed. Uh, so I I don't know if you guys keep up with politics or keep up with I I'm not even say our president with the president. Um, so he made a statement yesterday. He was in, I guess, a meeting. Yesterday meeting uh, uh, sat sat us Friday night. Exactly. Yeah. He was talking about, uh, I guess, water consumption, about, you know, that we need to cut down on the water. Now, he made the statement of how <laughs> that basically that people are, are flushing 10 to 15 times <laughs> a day instead of just flushing once. Oh, I thought he meant, like, in one session. Like, <laughs> No, no. I, I mean, I, I, well, I don't even know. You might be right about that, but... Let me just say this. I, I've never seen anything like this in, in a presidency where you, and I, I know you're probably going to bring up other statements, that a guy has made these type of statements. First of all, we have a lot of other things to be worried about than talking about toilets in this country. Um, there's a lot of other things going on. I mean, obviously, you know, I want to get too serious, but we had, you know, mass shootings this week. I think we had two. And you're up here talking about people flushing toilets too much about 10 to 15 times over flushing once. Um, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words at this point. I mean... I think we've off air. We've had our, you know, what we think about him, of his presidency, of, of of the whole how he's been running the country. But I, I, when I saw this, I didn't think it was real. I think you had made the statement saying you thought it was an SNL skit, and I kind of the sound like, oh yeah, this must be like a funny meme or something. Yeah. But this has actually happened. What, what, just what are your thoughts, quickly? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm struggling to even come up. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I mean, I'm at I'm at a point. You know, we don't talk a lot of politics on the show. We kind of talk uh, off air because. We're not we're not experts on politics, but when we see stuff like this, I just think like it has to be addressed. Like, well, why was there like a big press conference for it? That's like like why couldn't this just be like a statement he made? Yes, it could have. Like something that came out. Oh, White House press secretary says Trump is frustrated. We didn't hold briefings anymore. You know that like, he's he's been one of the only presidents in, in, in history to not hold white because you know he doesn't like the press. Obviously, well, you know yeah, that's been well yeah. documented. But and, is this something he needed to be like on in front of the camera for? Like, is this necessary? I just don't understand the whole toilet situation. Like, what does toilets in this right now have to do with what's going on in this country? What's going on in the world in general? Like, that's your that's the most important thing we're gonna talk about is us flushing the toilet too much. No, look, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I don't we don't care. We're not saying we don't care about things that have to do with the climate or saving water. Like, no, of course we do, but is that something that needed to be addressed by him right now? Or at all, like that <laughs> right, could have just been right. something. Don't forget about address now at all. That is a lot of other important stuff going on that happened this weekend. Like I said, that I mentioned, I don't want to get too serious. That happened in this country, to like mass shootings and right. We're, we're still dealing with a lot, you know, other things than 
flushing the toilet. I, I just never, I've never seen anything like this. Are cats flushing the toilet like that much? I don't. I, I mean, you know. Oh, I'll be real. There's been a couple times, like like maybe three times. Like, all right, gotta make sure everything. Have you ever done ten to fifteen in one? Fifteen times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Oh. No. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I'm at a loss for words when it comes to just like. I mean, obviously watching him or listening to him. I mean. Some of the stuff, I mean, we were talking about this earlier. I think you said you brought up he, he supposedly had talked to the president. Of oh, yeah. He said he talked. It was during the uh, the hurricanes in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And he said that he had talked to the president of the Virgin Islands. He's like, yeah, I spoke with the... I have a terrible Trump. <laughs> I have a terrible Trump, uh, you know, Imperson- impersonation. impersonation yeah. But he said, I talked to the president of... The Virgin Islands. I'm like, well, that's you. The Virgin Islands is a U.S. territory. <laughs> yeah, that's you. So I don't know who. Who did he speak to? <laughs> well, he, did he talk to the mirror? Is he in the mirror talking to himself? <laughs> yeah. Like, he calls. I mean, I. I, I, I don't mean, know what he's talking about. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, he's. This is not the one. This is not the only insane statement he's ever made. I mean, the guy talked about nuking a hurricane uh, <laughs> at one point, and I don't know if he knows like how water works, but you know, if you do that, it's like 30, 40 foot waves that wipe out a lot of nuking a hurricane. Yeah, nuking a hurricane. So I, I don't know uh, what he got, where he's getting his information from. But yeah, man, the, the whole, the whole, like I said, we don't talk about politics a lot, but the whole thing, his whole presence has been so exhausting and so just, just mind blowing and just speechless. It's just, just, just a lot. But anyway, we're gonna end on that note, and we're gonna thank our guest Nick, Nick, Nick for coming, coming through, through man. man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Nick is it's gonna have fun. to be. It's been fun. We we have we're gonna have a segment called Vegas Chronicles, and uh, Nick's been a major part of our Vegas. Oh stories, yeah, oh so yeah. Whatever goes, that's gonna bring you on when baseball kind of gets going again. Yeah, yeah we'll have you as our baseball kind of expert coming in. What do you think about certain teams, certain players? You know, trends that are going on. So yeah, we'll definitely bring you on. You know, I learned a lot today just with, you know with about the Mets and just. Baseball in general, so yeah, we definitely have to bring you on once baseball gets going again, which is like in a few months. It just ended; it's going to be like in a yeah, few dude, months. The, the off season is way too short for baseball, March. right? March. Like, yeah, like it ends and then a week later. All right. I have a coworker that gets excited with pitchers and catchers. Uh, no, that's a big, a big. That's a yeah, big, that's like a huge thing. In March, right. So, yeah. We'll have God, that offseason's so short, though. Unbelievable. Five was it 160? Yeah. Was it 162 games? 161? What is it? 162. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so many games. Wow. But anyway, yeah, we're going to sign off for a Brothers Got Next. Tune in uh, another uh, weekly uh, episode next week. We're going to have another guest. Another guest on. It, yeah, you know Special what I mean? Guest. Yeah, we're going to have start, start to have more guests on, so we'll have another guest on. But for signing off today, this is Darian. Your homie, Quap. Peace out. Peace.